Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Hello, ladies. Dr. Fiona Lovely here. I hope everyone is well. Uh, This is a continuation of a past podcast on self-care. Just to review, we all want to feel better about ourselves and our lives. We all want to feel more relaxed and more peaceful. And it's my thoughts that uh, we need to do a better job of taking care of ourselves so we can take Uh, continue to take great care of the others in our lives, which is our biological destiny, if you will. So just to review uh, action steps from the last podcast, I asked you to take a look at the stuff that you're doing on a daily basis and take a quarter of it off your plate. Um, Is it the cooking? Is it the cleaning? Is it... uh, driving your kids to school and sports? Um, Do you need to renegotiate the conversations that you have with your spouse about who is taking care of the chores and tasks around the house? The whole idea here is that you're opening space for uh, divine providence to touch your life and for you to get a deeper connection to self. So I thought we'd go right into action steps for continuation of this. And look, I by no means uh, think or am delusional <laughs> enough to think that this is easy stuff. It's not. There are some. There's some real um, work to be done here, and. Um, of course, take the time to listen to these casts as many times as you need to, uh, and know that I'm here to support you. You can always leave me a message on our Facebook page, um, Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense podcast. Um, but anyways, in the meantime, let's get to some more action steps. So um, this week's set of steps is really around the clearing out of clutter and the cleaning up of your energy and your life. So number one, in the spirit of Louise Hay, uh, remind yourself that you are safe and you are loved. And number two, be grateful, grateful for the things that you have in your life. Uh, big and small, uh, they all count. And if you're having a day that you just can't reach for anything to be grateful for, be grateful for breath and the ability to move enough to listen to this podcast, to lay in your bed at night, uh, to make um, your way to brush your teeth, whatever it is, just something small. Um, We all have those days where the only thing you can say is thank you. You can't even attach it to anything. So if you're having one of those days, know I send you love and light. Find even the tiniest thing to be grateful for today. So let's talk about your physical space. Um, When you think about the environment that you spend most of your time in, do you feel a sense of joy about it? 
or do you feel a sense of heaviness about it? And I think sort of taking some time to investigate that can really be quite insightful in terms of uh, what kind of energy space you're stewing in on a daily basis. Is it time to clean up? Is it time to declutter? If you've not heard about uh, the book, The Magic, uh, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo, uh, you must. It's been on the New York Times bestsellers list for some time now. And um, I think her philosophy around decluttering is is quite a bit of a game changer. So it's just a little book and it won't take you long to read, but man, it'll help you shift your mind around the stuff that we live with on a daily basis. So once you've had a chance to declutter and clean up, uh, again, ask yourself, do you feel joy or do you feel heaviness? And you can apply that to um, the smallest of spaces Uh, in order to keep it manageable for yourself as you're uh, cleaning out. Um, It is even a drawer. You can open a drawer and say, does it make me feel heavy? Does it make me feel joy? If it doesn't make you feel joy, start moving things out of it until it does make you feel that sense of peace and joy. So once you've done that, you can start to carve yourself out a physical space uh, for the purpose of self-care. And uh, maybe it's a chair uh, in your favorite room. And maybe it's a whole room by itself. Uh, Heck, maybe it's the bathroom with a fantastic view of something beautiful and a great bathtub where you love to have. um, I'm definitely a bathtub person, so I love taking a, a, a bubble bath at the end of my day. So I'm one of those people that loves to have that space carved out for myself. So once you've done that, Um, you can start the ritual, the physical part of the ritual around um, what self-care means for you. So um, before we talk about that, let me sort of go over that quarter of the stuff on your plate gone. So once you've taken 25% Um, out of your schedule and I know how panic inducing that can feel it doesn't feel productive it doesn't feel like you're purposeful for some reason we've connected the sense of busyness to legitimacy and also when we connect to uh, when we have constant things in our life I've just recently been told by a patient that she does she stays busy so that she's not bored and there may very well be a lot of you that feel that same way too so there's better things that you can do uh than just fill up your time with with menial tasks in order to feel like you're having a a life of purpose and to stay from being bored because gosh knows in this age uh, and era there's so much information and so much stuff available for us to learn or uh, create that we should never feel bored But, you know, I understand it does happen. So anyways, 25% gone from your schedule. What will you do with that time? Now look to your physical space that you've carved out for yourself, your nook, your room, and 
can you, what kinds of rituals can you bring to that space and time? Perhaps it's gentle stretching like yoga. Um, perhaps that makes you feel more connected, uh, peaceful and relaxed and joyful. Those are the, the feelings we're going for. Uh, also, uh, do you want to read in that time? Do you want to write in that time? Is it journaling? Maybe you're writing a novel. Do you want to paint or draw or knit? Any of those things, anything that is, anything that is creative, a creative endeavor is getting you closer to that, um, uh, spiritual connection that you're looking for. And nobody has the right to judge what is creative and what isn't for you. It can be a multitude of things. So you will know what that is for you. What is the thing that makes you lose space and time? That's your creative pursuit. That's what you need to carve out time and niche for. And even though it may not feel productive at first, because we're so used to having this work ethic that says we must be working, um, for other people, essentially, and not so much for ourselves. It doesn't feel so spiritual. But um, I assure you that once you get to that place where you're carving out that space, you'll find and things in the universe will find you uh, that you never thought possible because you're opening the, um, the channels for that information and those experiences to come to you by having quiet time. So one other thing that I want to uh, talk about here with our self-care action plan uh, podcast number two is uh, something from the Four Agreements, which was a book from many years back uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. Hopefully I didn't butcher his name. And my favorite is of the Four Agreements is be impeccable with your word. How often are you saying things like, oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I'm fat or I'm exhausted. I'm not sexy. I'm too stupid. It's all of those things that, um, we as women not only have in our internal dialogue, but also are constantly saying to the outside world. And what happens is you, you, you make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you say those things, the more the energy is drawn to you. And there's something really cool in the brain called the reticular activating system. And its job is to seek out in your environment the things that we talk about and think about the most. So if you're thinking about and talking about a red car, a red sports car, that's what the reticulating, reticular activating system will show you. You know, we get billions of bits of information in every second that come into our brain through our senses. And the brain has to be able to filter that to the important stuff. And that's the job of the RAS. Its job is to say, okay, what is it that we're looking for? Okay, there it is. And there it is. And there it is. So it's really important that you be impeccable with your word and your thoughts, your internal word, um, because you will get more of what you think about and talk about the most. I think there's some really good nuggets here for you to think about and hopefully act on. I'd uh, love to hear what you think about this podcast. Uh, our Facebook page, Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense podcast page is available for comments and private messaging. And you can find out more about me on my website, drlovely.expert. Thanks for listening. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service.
If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your healthcare provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you. Thank you.